The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Legion of Michael podcast. I am once again still your host, Paul Markle. Thank you very much for joining me today. I truly appreciate all of you being out there, listening, partaking, sharing, uh, and all the good stuff that you guys do. Thank you very much. Today, we're going to talk about acknowledging blessings. As children of God, we have been promised that he will take care of us. If you go back to the words of David in Psalm 23, what does he say? He said, the Lord is my shepherd. And what does a shepherd do? A shepherd takes care of his sheep. A shepherd takes care of his flock. It says, he leadeth me down, or I'm sorry, <laughs> he maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. And then in uh, verse 5, he says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. What does it mean to anoint someone's head with oil? It means to offer a blessing upon them, to give them a blessing. My cup runneth over. What does that mean? My cup runneth over. David says that because the Lord is his God, the Lord is his Father, the Lord is his shepherd, that he has more than he needs. When your cup runs over, it means you have more than you actually need. You have so much you can't hold it all. Personal blessings. My personal blessings. Let me talk. Let me tell you about my personal blessings for a second. Uh, I have I've had several in my life. I, I've actually got had too many blessings in my life to to recall all of them. But one of them, in particular was the fact that I was blessed to meet a man named Matt Reynolds. Matt Reynolds is a strength training coach. He's a, a, an excellent coach, fantastic coach, a very uh, thoughtful individual, strong individual. Uh, but my good friend James, James Yeager, called me up four-plus years ago, more than four years ago. And he said, hey, uh, this guy named Matt Reynolds, he's going to come to my school. He's going to come up here, and he's going to do a strength training seminar. And I want you and Jared to come. And so we did. 
and I learned a tremendous amount that weekend. You say, well, it's just a coincidence, Paul. That was just a coincidence. Uh, I don't believe that there are very many coincidences in our world, and especially not for children of God. You see, I was going to need that physical strength. I was going to need it. I was going to need to be very physically strong in the future, although I had no idea. Matt Reynolds taught me how to become physically strong, how to make my body stronger. And then when I was faced with the challenge of dealing with cancer and the treatment from cancer, many of you may know that often people don't die from the cancer itself. They die because of the treatment. They die because the treatment weakens their body to the point where their body can't defend simple things like colds and viruses and flus and so forth. And people who are going through cancer treatment often don't die of the cancer. Often they die because their body has been weakened to such an extent that it can no longer fight off simple things like common colds or the flu or what have you. And why is that? How many, how many of you have referred or, to someone or seen someone and, and you thought they looked like a, quote, cancer patient? Why is that? What does that mean? Well, generally, whether it's chemotherapy or radiation, generally chemo does it the worst. They look emaciated. They look skinny. They look frail. They look weak. They, when you look at them, they, they appear to be weak. They, they look like they're falling apart, and that's what the treatment does. I needed to be strong. I was going to need to be stronger than I ever had been in my life, but I didn't know it. I had no idea that I was going to need that strength. But what God did for me is he had James Yeager call me up and say, hey, I've got this strength training coach. His name is Matt Reynolds. He's going to come and do a seminar for me. I want you, I want you and Jared to come up. And we could have made excuses could have made excuses. We could have said, well, you know, that's only in a week or two or whatever. I think he called, and, and it was actually only about maybe seven or eight days before the seminar that he called and said, can you come up? And, and, and Jared said, I think we should go. And I said, oh, you're right. I think we should go, so let's go. We could have made excuses. We could have not gone. And then I would not have had that experience, but I did. And I did not know that I was going to need that blessing. There was a blessing that was given to me that I didn't even realize at the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was happy to be there. I was happy to be at the seminar. I was glad for the information that I was given. I was glad for the opportunity, but I had no idea the impact that it would have on my life, that that blessing would have on my life. We, uh, we needed to find a house. A lot of you, if you don't know my story, essentially, when, when I got diagnosed with cancer, we were living in a small town in Wyoming. And believe it or not, there was no cancer treatment center in a town of 2,000 people. And I was going to need to go through you know, a, a six weeks of dedicated hardcore treatment. And that didn't even include, I, did, I had no idea when I started on that journey. I had no idea that it wasn't just going to be the treatments. It was going to be the treatments plus the consultations, plus talking to this doctor, talking to this specialist, talking to this rehabilitation person, uh, what have you. It was going back and forth to the hospital all the time. 
and there was no way. The closest cancer center to where we were was a couple of hours drive. And that was a couple of hours on the highway going 70 or 80 miles an hour, not just right across town. So we had to make a hard decision. We had to make a hard decision. And that hard decision was that we were going to have to leave our home in Wyoming and we were going to have to move to Salt Lake City. Now, the one of the blessings that, that we received in Salt Lake City, Jared had been, Jared and his wife, Alex, who you may or may not know, uh, had been living in a, an apartment, you know, here or there in Salt Lake uh, ever since they moved there several years ago. But they had just, right before I got diagnosed, they had moved into a house. They had rented a house. And the house was actually bigger than they needed. It was actually a bigger house than two young people needed. But they thought, well, we'll have room for a guest room. We'll have room for storage. And, you know, they wanted to start a family. And they said, well, if we have a baby, we'll have a room for the baby. I needed, my wife and I needed a place to be. And we needed it immediately. We couldn't wait six or nine months to sell our house, to find another house, to, you know, we, we couldn't wait because I had to get, well, <laughs> you say, well, you didn't have to, Paul. You could have put off your cancer treatment. Generally, if, if I could give you any advice, my advice would be don't put off your cancer treatment. <laughs> but the blessing of that situation was Jared had just moved into a house in Salt Lake I had never, I haven't, hadn't even been to it yet. I had never seen it, and I was referred to a cancer center uh, in Salt Lake City, one of the top cancer centers in in uh, the United States, as it turned out to be. Come to find out, Jared's house was a ten minute drive from that cancer center. So rather than having to try and commute literally hours in one direction to get to a hospital or treatment center, we were able to, well, it was, it was difficult, but we were able to take everything we had and pack it up and move it and put it in storage and move into Jared's spare bedroom so that I could start treatment. That was a blessing that we didn't, we, nobody expected when Jared rented that house, he didn't think, well, I'm renting this house because in two months, my dad's going to need this room, this empty room. But they found it and it was right there and it happened to only be 10 minutes away from the hospital. You don't know from where your blessings are going to come, but you need to trust that they will be there. Can you be a blessing to other people? And you say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not wealthy. I don't have a lot to give. You do have a lot to give. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you know it or not, you do have a lot to give others. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When it comes to being a blessing to others, too often I believe that we expect, we as modern Christians, I believe we expect God's blessings to arrive on the wings of angels. Yes, 
I think a lot of people pray for a miracle. They pray. They're like, dear Lord, please save me, bless me, help me, help me get over this problem. And we, um, I don't know whether we practically imagine it, but we behave as if we expect these miracles to arrive on the wings of angels, not from the actual hands of our neighbors. You see, more often than not, the blessings of our God will arrive not as miracles out of heaven. They will arrive at the hands of our neighbors. God will use others to care for you and to watch out for you, to be his instruments. Where have we heard that before? We've talked about that before in great detail here on this show. We've talked about being an instrument of God. We've talked about passages in the Bible where God used other men, where he used men to be his instruments and to execute his will here on earth. So be aware and look out for those blessings. Pay attention to those blessings. Now, and you are worthy of blessing. Some of you may be out there and you think, well, yeah, that's nice for you, Paul, but, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm an imperfect individual and I've been a sinner and I am not worthy. No, you absolutely are. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, Jesus says to his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the, the life more than the meat and the body more than the raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not more much, excuse me, I'm reading the KJV here. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? That's close, kids. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is, is today and tomorrow is cast in the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, and what shall we drink, or with or wherewithal shall we be clothed? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There, take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, uh, how often you guys read that in the King James Version, but consider the lilies of the field. I'm sure you've heard that before. And what is Christ saying? He says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There was a, a hymn when I was growing up that used that exact verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That means to acknowledge your God as your Father. To acknowledge God as your Heavenly Father, as your ruler, as your King. Remember we talked previous episodes that 
you can have one king. Your king is either in heaven or your king is on earth. And if you put your faith in the king on earth, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Why did God, God not appoint a king unto Israel? He didn't want to give them a king. He, did, he gave them prophets. He gave them leaders. He gave them judges. But he didn't want to give them a king. Why? Because he knew the moment that they, he gave them a king, instead of turning to him, their father, for their troubles and needs, instead of worshiping him, they would worship a man. Yes, indeed. When you have acknowledged blessing and understand that God will take care of you, the relief you feel is tremendous, and you can spend your mental and physical energy on other things. You see, God knows us better than we know ourselves, and he knows that if we're constantly worried over what we will eat and what we will wear, where we shall live, if we're constantly worried about those things, then we're not focusing on what's important, on being his children and the children of God. That's why he has told us. That's why Christ reminded us, you are more important than a sparrow. You are more important than the grass of the field. Your heavenly Father feeds the sparrows of the air, yet they toil not in the fields. They neither reap nor they sow, sow nor they reap, nor they gather into barns, and yet they, they have enough to eat. Aren't you more important than they are? Remember to look for blessings. Remember to watch for blessings. Remember to acknowledge and thank your Heavenly Father when blessings arrive. Instead of saying, well, that was a convenient coincidence. I could have said that if I was a, 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 a lesser man or a, a less thoughtful person, I guess. I could have said, well, wow, what a neat coincidence that, that my son, who I would need to help me, would have a house 10 minutes away from a hospital I'm going to have to go to six, five or six times a week for two months. Wow. Is that a coincidence or is that a blessing from God? I needed my body to be stronger. I didn't know I was going to need it, but my body needed to be physically stronger than it had ever been in order to survive the rigors of the radiation treatment that I was going to have to go through. And I was able to do it. But I didn't know when I started down that journey. I didn't know when I met Matt Reynolds that I was going to need, in two years, I was going to need to have that physical strength, that muscle mass on my body. I had no idea. But I, I did because God knew. That was a blessing. That was a blessing. So instead of praying to God and looking to heaven, and hoping that angels will bring your blessings down from the sky, sometimes you need to look left or right. Sometimes you need to realize that God uses the hands of our neighbors to bring us blessings. He uses the hands of our neighbors to care for us and to watch out for us, and you can be that neighbor. You can be that blessing. You have it within you to be a blessing to others. God might use you as his instrument to care for his children. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being with me for another Legion of Michael podcast. I truly appreciate it. I appreciate very much all of you who have left reviews and all of you who have shared this show with others. Let's go ahead and close out today's show with the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies,
Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray. Now go forth and be a blessing to others. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.